Whatever numbers, uh, it's the second part of Eldraine. When we last left off, you all had received powerful new swords from Emery, the Lurker of the Lock, and you are about to brandish your swords for the first time. For running into this clearing, this otherwise peaceful clearing, is the Plains Walking Fey Oko and his big, rather beefy consort, uh, who Oko demeaningly refers to as his dog. What? <laughs> John Lennon. Oh, so okay. this is the kind of session we're running tonight. Okay. He said Oko, and it made me think of Yoko Ono. And so I said his consort is John Lennon. I, I see. I, okay. Uh, this is going to be a Magic the Gathering in joke for people who actually know what the fuck is going on. Hey, to those who know who Garrick is, the image of him singing like John Lennon is the fucking greatest thing ever. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Oko and Garrick are now kind of staring you down, and if you remember from last time, Oko was kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, so much so that we just left and didn't want to fight with him. But didn't now want to deal with we, him, and now he's now we, about that. Yeah, now we have to. He's kind of cornered you with, uh, um, he's kind of cornered all y'all. He has uh, his big beefy lad. The two, uh, <clears throat> the two, um, no, sorry, the three Kenrith knights that are still around uh, are being assaulted by these creatures called blights. These are these like giant wood creatures that you can tell Oko made with his magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have Oko and this big beefy guy to deal with. Um, Janice is holding the orb. Calum has his sword. Uh, I'm going to say that Sari is jumping into the fight with the tree blights. As this mm-hmm. giant blight appears with like seemingly like knight attire known as a vine lord. Oh man. It's... I think that this was... Maybe I should say this in Rowan's voice. Hmm. I think that this was cool if they weren't trying to kill us. Uh, you just hear Oko just go, Yeah, it is pretty cool, isn't it? This is the thing you passed up earlier, you jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Andre just kind of like glares at him with her arms crossed. Like, <laughs> like she doesn't say anything, but like her gaze is like, This, this is why we passed you up. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of like grumbles You're a little, little to <laughs> He grumbles a little to himself and just says, Fine, whatever. 
kill them already or, or something. And uh, he's such a little shit. He is a little shit. I'd like you to roll initiative. Cool. Alrighty. And you will, this fight, since the Kenriths are going to back up their knights and sorry, uh, you're going to be backed up by Janice and Caleb in this fight. That's a nine. I'm still just like, <laughs> fine, I guess. Huh. What'd you get, Andre? Natural 20. Nice. So, uh, whatever happens, Andre's gonna start. Cool. Um, so Andre's, Andre's ready to kill him, and Rowan's just like, fine, I guess. And Oko himself is gonna get a shitty-ass roll. Sweet. Okay. Andre, you're first. It's Oko and Garrick, and that kind of seems like it's it. The two, the blights are being, are finagling with the knights, and while you're not paying much attention, you get the sense that, like, with the Kenriths and Sari in tow, the knights definitely have the upper hand, but the knights themselves are not prepared for this sort of combat, so, you know. Mm -hmm. They're red shirts, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just as a note, Sari will likely be joining us later. Hopefully. <clears throat> Fingers crossed. Anyway, uh... Alright, Sar uh, Andre, you're first. You have this big burly man with an axe and this frail fae with a dagger. <laughs> cool. Um, I think Andre would most likely... Oh gosh, I was gonna make a joke, but now I don't know if I should say it. Now you have to. Tis the unspoken was... rule. I was going to say we're fighting a twink and a twonk. <laughs> <laughs> Think hair, but you're not incorrect. <laughs> yeah, not not totally wrong. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um. Uh. Okay. Um. I think Andre is going for the twink. <laughs> that wasn't that was <laughs> the twink. Oh God! Yeah. I really hope we don't offend anyone. I really doubt we will. I don't okay. think so. I think we're okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think. Wink is an offensive statement at this point. It helps that a lot of us are gay. It's true. Well, anyway, Shay. Anywho, okay. Um, I guess I'm gonna use this new fancy sword I got, even though I'm not a hundred percent sure what it does. I'm gonna okay. So gonna it's gonna work it. like a rapier. So you're gonna uh -huh. get to use your dex and stuff. Cool. Um, you can hit with it, and because it's light and shadow, tell me if you want to hit with radiant or necrotic. Ooh, sweet. Um, Alright, so let's see. That is... Um, oh, that's, okay, that's a 22 to hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm going... I feel I feel like necrotic is the way to go here. All right. Mm -hmm. Do 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 your thing, thing. Just roll damage. Right. It'll be a rapier is a D eight, but because okay. it is a legendary sword, let's make do it. Do your damn thing. Do your thing. Thing. I love girls. <laughs> We'd be hidden here. Oh, sorry, B. What did you say? See, I, what did? Yeah, it's sorry, a D eight, but what? <laughs> Before I. Oh, because it's a legendary sword and it's super special and awesome and oh my god. Let's go to let's double it. Let's do two D eight just for fun. Heck yes. Okay. That is 
a just for my four personal and a six. That's okay. That's <laughs> oh wait, what's total ten? Attack? Uh, you are within five feet of everybody because they bum rushed you. So yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's four additional d sixes. Oh, I love playing a rogue. <laughs> Hmm. It's a good thing I'm using a higher level stat than the regular druid stat block. Uh, Alright, so 6, 5, 3, 4. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, so 28? 28 in total? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, 28 okay. total. <laughs> okay, yeah, he does not look good. He absolutely does not look that great. Um, Yikes! Next in the so order. What exactly, what exactly does necrotic damage do to you? Like it makes it's, you. It's the damage of the undead. It, there's not like an innate special thing about it, but you would just see like black corrosive energy hit him as he takes that damage. Ah, uh, it just makes you feel real gross. Probably. It's um, not like I imagine that it's it's not like necrotic damage isn't like ah uh, you're bloodied. It's more like you just feel gross. That's a valid interpretation. Uh, I don't know. Calum is up next, and he's... You know what? I feel it. Calum's gonna swing with his with his sword, too, because he is also a dexterous boy. Nice. 13 plus 8, that's gonna hit. Uh, he's going for the big guy. He's going for, uh... He's going for the, the bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he's a dog, I thought. You're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, Stop confusing your animals. <laughs> okay, so Caleb does land that hit, even though Garrick will try to parry. So that's going to be 2d8. It's 5, 6, 7, 8. That's 8 points of damage to the guy. Which is pretty good. That's not bad. Um, yeah. Caleb is a wizard, so him hitting with the sword might not have been, like, the most, like, advantageous. But, like, it felt good. <laughs> wizard with sword. Wizard with sword. Sword wizard. And, uh, I'm gonna say that he went with the fire side with that first hit. Nice. Uh, next in the lineup, Rowan. Um, I told yeah. you that Garrick and Oko rolled shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gonna keep the trend alive and hit with my sword. Uh, twink or twonk? We can't. We can't keep referring to them like this. Yes, we can, and yes, we will. <laughs> Be no. Um, I regret I, making this I, joke I, so I, much. I have now. a very, I have a very funny like behind the scenes thing I'll tell you about in a little bit. But continue, continue. We gotta okay plug this along. Oh, I regret making that joke now. Anyways, um, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna swing at, um, yeah, I'll help Andre out and swing at Oko. Okay, uh, roll the hit. Uh, since you are a druid, the only real weapon it could be is a scimitar, so roll with your dex. Tell me if you're That's fine. your dex. What it would be. Okay. And, and uh, to those what I, what I, sorry. Uh, would I roll for dex, or is it just plus my dexterity? Plus your dexterity. Oh man, I have a zero to dexterity, so that's just an eleven. You do miss. 
Aww. Um, Still getting the hang of it. Not used to fighting with a sword. It's okay. Uh, it was a valiant effort. Janice just goes, it looked cool, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> I, I give him, like, a little smile. It's like, ah, uh, that's a pity comment. <laughs> he, that Janice will look to the big guy and just be like, hmm. I don't have a fancy sword, really. I don't, I don't have that. But I do have this. And he casts Call Lightning. Oh, yes! Ooh. And so I want to imagine he like uses the red orb to channel it, and you just hear him just kind of mumble under his breath, Caitlin's dead girlfriend, don't fail me now! <laughs> um, and the lightning is red. Ooh. Uh, <clears throat> so Garrick needs to make a deck save. And uh, since he's a giant burly man, but not necessarily a dexterous one, that 12 is going to have to lie where it may. Um, yeah, no. It's going to lie at the feet of failure because Janice is a kick-ass druid. <laughs> so, nice. Uh, that's going to be 3d10s of red lightning damage. Because... <laughs> because that is uh, epic. 14, 15, 16, 18. That's 19 points of damage to... Uh, to the to Elko's poor dog. Mm. I said 19, right? Like, I just said the number 19, right? I'm not going crazy? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. All right, he does not look happy. Uh, Normally I'd say don't hit dogs, but in this case... Also, Rowan is definitely giving Janice, like, those eyes of, I, I love you so much. <laughs> and he cast it at third level, so I'm going to fuck that off. It is now Garrick's turn, and he has a pretty nasty axe that he is going to cleave over at, uh, who hit him worse? I guess he's going to have to fucking swing it at Jan- no. He'd, he'd run up to swing it at Janice, but you'd see this, like, green magic hit him, and slowly morph blue, and you see Oko's hand kind of twist, and the guy moves his axe to swing at, uh, Andre. Oh, oh, you I get agree. the sense that Oko doesn't get like Oko doesn't want him to hit Janice. Mm. Uh, does a 16 hit? Ugh, unfortunately, you take 11 piercing damage from this axe. That's Oof. about it. Okay, Ooh, okay. And uh, his second attack, he's just gonna try and bum rush into Kalem. He rolled a one, so he bum rushes into the lake. <laughs> Caleb just like does a, a misty step out the way. He runs into the lake, and you just hear Emery just go, "Ew, gross!" <clears throat> <laughs> although he, she then muses, "Although this may have been the first time you've bathed in a good while, hey, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> On Oko's turn, he's going to look at Janice and just be like, "No, no, no, this is between you and me," and he's going to wild shape into a giant constrictor. Ooh. And he's going to try and make a poisonous bite at Janice. <gasps> How dare. Don't you, don't you touch him. Let's see how this goes. He rolled a two. So you just see Janice like, hold the orb above his hand as the mouth tries to bite at the, at the crystal. And Janice is like stamping at like, the heel of the snake. It's like, gross, gross, gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the top of the order. Andre, you're up. All right. Um, 
<laughs> Wait, so I thought Oko you liked snake. snakes. You were a snake for the festival. I, I like snake. I like I like snakes. I don't. How do I put this? <laughs> Not when they're I'm trying like, to kill me. No, Genesis goes. I like constrictors. I don't like snakes. And like at that, he kind of glares daggers at Oko. You get the sense he's not referring to the physical kind of snake. <laughs> nice. Oh, I see. But um, okay, wait. So oh, like got... a, like a, like he means that as like a insult, like a, like when you call a person a snake. Exactly. Exactly. So Andre, I see. What are, you, what are you up to? You get the sense that Oko is trying to not get in this fight and is instead basically trying to use his burly guard to, you know evade damage right um so is Dewey still on the lake <laughs> um i'm gonna say that because the bum rush was an attack he probably used his ending movement to get out okay and, um, and you see him like hold his boy. axe above and like black magic is coming from the axe as he's trying to charge something but that'll be on his action right okay um I think Andre will turn away from Oko for the time being and go meet Garrick head on. Alright. Uh, I'm going to say that because he was, like, you know, the movement you'll need to get there is probably not your full movement speed, because this is, like, right on the bank of the lake, you know, to give you some, to give you the scenery. You're, like, in the forest. The lake is, like, right behind you. You guys lined up, like, swords ready to go, all regal looking right in front of the lake to keep it guard. So you guys are, like, kind of dancing at the edge of the lake as this fight goes on, you know? Okay, yeah. So your nimbleness is probably able to make that movement. So I'll say that that means you're probably still within five feet of someone who you're allied with. So I'll let you still keep that sneak attack for this hit. Nice. You are a merciful DM. I am also a DM who's aware of time constraints, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, Let me roll the hit. That is a... Wait, what am I adding to this? The dex? Um, 19. Okay, yeah. You definitely do that. Whatever it is you're going to do. You definitely succeed. I'm doing the sword again. This time, I think I want to use the light side. Okay, so this is going to be a radiant hit. Yeah. Um, so, um, so you do hit with this radiant damage. So it'll right. be two d8 plus your sneak, and tell me what that all adds up to. All right. I'll tell you reactions. Yeah. And you said it was a uh, 18 to hit, or 19? 19, yeah. Okay, so even his parry wouldn't do shit. All right, cool. Yikes. Okay. His, so his that, base AC okay. is 16. He's more of a barbarian than a fighter, so like. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot of health, not a lot of HP, and not a lot of AC. Get the idea? <clears throat> yeah. All right. Anyway. So that's two fives for the D8s. Then. Ten. All right, for the D6s, a two, a two, a five, and a four. So two, two, total. Five, Thirteen. Right? Uh, wait. Two, two, four, four, eight, eight plus five, thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. Yeah. And I'm going to say, Andre, as you hit him with, like, the radiant side of the sword, 
that black magic growing in his axe just kind of seems to counter itself. And you, like, you notice him, like, actually get on his knee and look at you, and he actually says something for the first time that's not, like, a growl or a spit, and he just goes, what? What? And Oko notices this as a snake hisses and automatically just goes back into his... Like, you just actually see him convulse in pain as the snake hisses, and, like, in common, it still says, like, no, you work for me! And he... growling. Ooh. See, I had a, I had a feeling that the radiant damage would have was a good call. <laughs> he is a uh, he. Garrick is typically a black and green mage, uh, and that blackness part is a curse. Uh, I can get into magic lore all day. Anyway, uh, Calum's up. <clears throat> I had an idea for Calum. You don't have to listen to me. Okay, but... I feel like Rowan probably could say this in the time between blows. So go for it. Okay. You, yeah, this is an anime battle and we get to talk in between. <laughs> um, so you said that Calum ran into the lake? No, Garrick ran into the lake. Dog ran into the lake. Yeah, and then I thought you said that Calum chased him. No, no. Janice was the one who was, he was, Calum was who he was bum rushing. Calum Misty stepped, like, to the right and he found the lake. Okay. He is not like- in. He, like, he literally just kind of did a, a dodge with Misty Step. Oh, I see, and he just fell in the lake. Yeah. So he's not, he's not in the lake anymore? No, uh, no, neither of them are in the lake, but Caleb, uh, but what were you going to say anyway? Oh, okay, I was going to suggest, if he was still in the lake, I was going to suggest Caleb could use some of his ice magic to freeze the lake and stick him in place, but... Caleb hears this and goes, I like that. Here's what I'm thinking. He looks over to the lake and goes, Emery... You're not gonna like this. And she goes, dude, I don't care. <laughs> and he casts the spell Tidal Wave. Ah. So nice. using, using his staff, the water from the lake starts rising, and you just hear Marie just go, damn it, where's the fantasy popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> um so he's since Tidal Wave is a is an everybody spell. I think um, fantasy popcorn would just be regular popcorn. Anyway. And he's going to use, because I have a wizard, I'm going to use sculpt spells, which can charge. Char- I can choose one plus the spell's level of creatures to automatically save against my evocation spell, and if they save, they take no damage. So, equal to my. It should be equal to my intelligence, which is five. So, yeah, uh, neither, neither uh, Andre or Rowan will be affected by the spell. Nice. Awesome. Because Calum is an uh, evocation wizard, and that's how they roll. <clears throat> anyway. Good, good magic boy. Uh, Oko's save is a 5. Garrick's save is a 9. Um, even with their dex bonuses, that was probably not going to beat Calum's 16. And I'm not fudging dice rolls. I know I'm saying I'm being time conscious, but I'm not fudging dice rolls. For- <clears throat> Uh, so they're gonna, it's gonna take one, six, six, eight. So it's twelve, thirteen, forty-four, and then twenty-one. They're both taking twenty-one points of bludgeoning damage as the as the lake literally batters against the both of them. Oh wow! I will say, Caleb is definitely making up for Arc One in this one fight Not, alone. He's yeah. gotten some good rolls lately. Okay, I'll tell you this. Uh, dog looks real bad. 
and uh, the tidal wave was enough to bring Oko out of his snake form. Because mm. it was a wild shape. And he yeah. still takes some residual damage from that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, next up is Rowan. Oko's back to his face self, and uh, nice dog looks real bad. So, shoot, okay. So I do know what I want to do, but I'm afraid this might kill him. Um, what are you thinking? I was thinking of doing Moonbeam on dog, because I know that that's radiant damage. Okay, um... I'll but I know this. that that's also a really powerful spell, and it might kill him. He's not and that bad. He's still in. He's in. He is still in double digits. Like we're, we're okay. Okay. Cool. When I say so, bad off, I mean like bloody. I see. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm thinking. Like I'm gonna put because um, uh, for those at home, I'm using an archdruid and gladiator stat block for these two. Um, so for for dog on a scale of zero to one hundred and twelve, he's looking at forty one. Okay. Okay. So like so you guys have you guys have done work, but yeah. Okay. We, okay. Then in that case, I think I will do this. Um. Did I? I noticed what they said. Right. I noticed that he he kind of came out of oh, some kind was, of yeah. Oko could have tried to hide it, but as a snake, he can't like use his hands, so he had to use verbal components. I see. Okay, so Rowan Rowan has also definitely been a big fan of Charm Person. Right. So I think <clears throat> Rowan, if anyone would notice someone who was under some kind of curse come out of and it. Losing his and losing their charm, yeah. Exactly. So so she definitely notices that and yeah, since he's he's probably not going to die, she will use Moonbeam on him. Okay, Moonbeam's a con save. I remember that. Of the sheer amount of times you've made me do this. <laughs> I like Moonbeam. Uh, so he rolled an 18, so he's only going to take half damage, which I guess is good. <clears throat> okay. Like, for your purposes, I guess that's good. Yeah, I just want him to come out of the curse and not... Right, so not, roll 2d10. Roll 2d10 and half it. Okay. Uh, and also, while you're going to do this, I'm going to prep Janice's attack. Because time... <clears throat> And Janice's plan. Janice's plan is to uh, is to kind of double up on Kalem's with his own tidal wave. Mm, nice. But his is not evocation, so Kalem is going to have to try and like really like Kalem's going to have to make a check to see if he can sculpt someone else's spell. So that'll be interesting. Oh, that's really cool to think about. Um, that is 12 points of, um... Okay. Radiant damage. No. Okay, uh, Rowan, I'd like you to make a wisdom save. Ooh, okay. Just, like, Rowan, your mind gets hit by this backlash as you realize more of the bonds tethering this guy to Oko are fading. Mm. And you get the sense that you might be able to snatch that power. Maybe. Oh, I really hope that I can. Luckily, I think that wisdom is my is my best skill. It might be my second best. Right. But this is going to be a rather difficult check since Oko is going to try and deny you, and you also will be, you know, up against Garrick's strength of will and Oko's. So it's not impossible, okay. but it's not easy. Okay. Especially if this is the first time you've tried it. Okay. Well, the raw roll is 15, and my wisdom is plus 3. 
So 16, 17, 18. That's an 18. So that's that's okay. pretty good. I rolled a 16, and I have to contest it with Oko's wisdom, which is barely enough. You get the sense that you almost uh, had it. Like, you know that uh, feeling when you've almost gripped something by the claw machine that the last second it drops? Uh, I'll say all of that I just did was totally in character. Yeah. Rowan, Rowan's just like, damn it, I almost had him. And now it's Janice's turn, so he's just going to follow up. And where Caleb, like hit one end of the river, he's going to swing in with the other half. And Emily just goes, hey, save some for the merfolk, yeah? Caleb <laughs> <laughs> is going to make that... Ooh, fuck, Caleb did not roll high. So you guys, while he's able to sculpt some of it, this is his first time ever doing this to someone else's spell. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So you both will be taking some light residual. Not much. Like, I'm thinking half of what he rolls, you know what I mean? Okay. 10, 11, 12. You guys will both be taking eight points of damage from this okay. huge title. <laughs> we're, both, and, we're both just completely drenched now. Whereas Oko and Garrick are both taking 17. Oh, wow, okay. But yeah, now, now me and Andre are just all wet. <laughs> and I will say, uh, Rowan, you feel that pull again, and it's like a much... It seems like a much easier to, to manage pull this time. Like, he went from 40 HP to, like, now he's at 12, so you get the sense that his will is broken, and you're only contesting Oko now. Mm. So you can make that wisdom save again. Okay, cool. Like, you just see that as this guy's taking more and more damage and going down, like, he's trying his best to fight something mentally, and <laughs> you can... and. Depending on what you rolled, you can either help or hurt that. <laughs> I got an eighteen. Or... I got an eighteen as my natural roll plus three, so that's nineteen. That's twenty-one. Oh my god, Oko rolled nineteen. Um, so I, you get the sense that this time was like you put it, you had it right over the victory slot, and then the the crane failed you. Ah! So Damn like, you get the sense if you could if you can land one more hit, you might be able to to, to swing this. Pun entirely intended. <gasps> uh, as a result of this, um, Oko using the last bit of mental control he has as a snake, you actually see like the cool thing from the Aladdin movie where the snake eyes like start changing or from the jungle book, like the the trust in me song with the eyes. Mm, I thought you were going snake. more for Aladdin, but okay. Yeah. Um you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whoo, woof. Talk about a desperation attack. Um, Garrett Crit. <gasps> so you are going to be taking 22 points of damage from his act. Wait, Whoa. me? Yep. Oh, shit. You got the sense that he, uh... He, Oko is not happy that you're playing this game with him and is basically trying to okay, take wait. you out. Okay, wait. Hold on. 20, 22... Points of damage. 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Are you counting? I have 30 hit points total. I'm at zero. There's no way. You're a level 8 character. Have you been adding hit dice per level? Maybe not. Yeah, you should not be My that God. 
Okay, never mind. Like, never I'm mind a, then. I'm a super squishy rogue, and I've got 59 total. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Then, yeah, sorry. I haven't been keeping my character sheet super updated. I've been updating my spells, but not my, my hit points. Which yeah, is... you should be adding, like, a D8 of health each time. Okay. So Okay. Oh, okay. So still... my original hit points were 30, I think. So then... I'm yeah, levels. Probably work, that's probably a few levels in. We'll work it out after okay. the game. Point B. Okay. But You're, I think it's kind of important for me to know what it is right now, since I'm in a fight. I'm going to say... I don't well, know. What level were we when we started? You guys were one. Which is the were problem. we one? Oh, shoot. Like, okay. Yeah. Day one, you guys were level one. Okay, Dang. so I so, probably... When I was level one, I probably had like 18 or something. You know what? Let's let's work this out after. Let's say you have like thirty more hit points for the sake of just internal logic, okay? Okay. Fair. Okay. Sorry, I should have kept that updated. Never That's mind. Fine. I would, but I'm happy to know that Rowan's not dead. <laughs> yeah. No, that hit was definitely sucky. Okay. That, oh, that might be I'm, the most damage Rowan's ever taken. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not dead, but I'm definitely hurting pretty bad. And you get this, like the way that swing happened, Rowan. Like, you were playing that mental game, and by the time you shook it off, you know, mm -hmm. like, you barely got to see him run at you. All you felt was, like, the slash of an axe and him standing next to you, like, shaking as he's holding the axe. Oh. Oh, shit. Am I- I'm not prone, am I? No, no, no. Okay. He is going to try and bum rush you, though, which might not be prone. Okay. I glare at him. I'm- he, and, like, grit, he, grit my teeth. He got a 15. Does that break your AC? Oh, yeah, it does. You only take five points of damage from this, and okay. you need to make a strength save, though. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Strength. Oko's pissed, minus... dude. Fuck. I have a minus one to strength. No. Okay. Um. Ah, shit. That's a roll? one. That's a one. You are no. Oh. oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> and on Oko's turn, he's going to try and uh, hit Janice by morphing yet again into a snake, and he's going to try and poison him again. And he fails, so that's good. Uh, Andre, you're up. Okay, so I want this on the record. Andre is not happy. Yeah, like, you get the sense they... that... But like, even though that, that hit on Rowan was bad... You look at Garrick at the dog, and you see like he's not—he's not long for this for this attack. <laughs> attack. You get the sense like one more strike, not even well placed, can just fucking take this guy out. Yeah, okay, but maybe and those, maybe she knows that, but I think she also knows that Rowan, like she probably like she knows what just went down, and she knows that Rowan does not want this guy dead. Right. And well, I because think... the thing is, if he's huge and burly, and if we right. can get him out of this, uh, like, charm that he's in, maybe we can convince him to fight for us. And, like, what a freaking awesome ending to this fight if this guy just <laughs> kills the guy who was controlling him. Yeah. So, hmm. Hmm. You do know hitting him does weaken the hold, so you can, like... <clears throat> kind of po like we can make up a thing with like a Pokemon esque false swipe here, where no matter how much damage you do, he'll be left at one. Hmm, that could be good. 
Yeah. You're a very nice DMB. You really yeah. put that out there. I just think that's a cool mechanic for a sword. Yeah. Is like you yeah. can purposely like evade the fatal place, you know? I'm gonna say that's gonna require like a skill check of some kind, like maybe intelligence to see if you can mentally carve around that, you know? Mm, I okay, see. So yeah. we, we we could kill him accidentally, but and if he okay. were like abysmally, but I'm not. It wouldn't even be a kill; it'd be a knockout. I see. Yeah. Okay, cool. So should I just roll to hit as normal, and then you'll tell me what to do? Yeah, yeah. Just roll to hit. Okay. Okay. And while you do that, I'm gonna prep Kalem uh, because he's up next. So you do that, and Kalem's going to be definitely hitting something at Oko. Mm-hmm. Because time constraints. Um, yeah, that ice knife definitely. Tell me what your damage is, though. When, or what your to hit is. Uh, it's a 13 plus 4, uh, 17. That definitely hits. Okay. Okay, uh, I just calculated Kalem's damage to Oko. Oko's not looking good, but he's not looking shit. Um, but Oko is a coward, so that might not matter. <clears throat> <laughs> Anyway, what's your damage, Andre? Um, let's see. So, like, as that happened, uh, as that happens, Andre, as you land this blow on uh, Dog, you just see Kalem like quickly just volley an ice knife at the snake. Nice. Anyway, what's okay. your damage? So that is a seven and a four for the D8s. Um, okay. I'm gonna say that that gonna... is. Mm-hmm. You could choose to forgo sneak attack because yeah, that's that what I was gonna bring, do. That'll bring him to one hit point. Like actually, just like yeah, yeah, legitimately, <laughs> like with the math. Oh my god, that's perfect. This so is he's... actually perfect. So Rowan, you get one more saving throw, and I'm gonna say whatever Oko rolls is halved, which is fun because he rolled a four. So literally beat a two, and the curse is broken. Oh, cool. Although I'm prone right now. Can I still... It's a mental battle. You don't need to be standing. Oh, oh, I see. So I'm not, I'm not like, knocked out. I just can't move. Prone means you're on the floor. You've fallen on your butt. Yeah, you just oh, got okay. knocked over. You're still, like, okay, fully cool. conscious and everything. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I just, I don't know. I've seen some interpretations where being prone is... You get knocked out, but I don't. I don't know. Okay, well, cool. That probably be more like a, a high damaging prone where you the DM character mm. has been winded. You know. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then, in that case, yeah, I'm just gonna kind of grit my teeth because I'm probably still bleeding quite a bit, and um, Hold on, I'm gonna try to just like twisting. Yeah. The, you're just like twisting the staff as they're like hitting this guy's body with this mental energy. Yes. Oh, that's okay. such a. That is such a cool image. Yes, yes. And I want to imagine as you're doing this, because you know what? You rolled a two. Roll, roll anyway, because you could not one, but like, n- there's, a, there's like very little chance. <laughs> nope, that's a 16. Yeah, okay. So here's the scene. Rowan, you do this, and your eyes go white, and you blank out for a second, and you're standing in like a white room, and you see Dog. But he doesn't look as beaten up. He doesn't look as disheveled. He just looks like a burly dude. And he hmm. just looks at you and just is like, what is happening? Hey. Hey, friend. Uh, hi. Hi. Have you been the one that's been throwing me for a loop? I thought I was the master hunter. This has been 
kind of an embarrassing bout for me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, there's some little sh- shithead back in the plane of the living. Or, yeah. Mortal, mortal plane? I've been, I've been in this box for a very long time, even before I met Oko. It's a long story, and I won't bother you with details, but needless to say, what you're doing right now, if you choose to free me, I, I will have full autonomy for the first time in a very long Hmm. That's gotta be nice. Well, still fingers crossed. I don't know what you're gonna do. I totally see why having free labor would be beneficial to you. Hmm. How about this? You help us beat up the guy who did this to you. And then you're free to do whatever you want. Except (laughs) kill us. All right. He kind of holds out his big, muscly hand and just goes, shake on it? Yeah, sure. I take his, like, huge hand in, in your my, tiny like, hand. really, really tiny hand. As, as he shakes, it's like he tries his best to be, like, you know, accepting of that. He doesn't, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't, like, fling you around with his handshake. Yeah, but, but my, arm, my arm definitely moves up and down quite a bit. And as you do, though, you see Rowan... I think it's safe to say you imbue your handshake with, like, healing magic. Hmm, <clears throat> okay. Because he is at one hit point. So just uh, clock off a yes. third level spell slot, and we'll say okay. that he's been healed. Okay, cool, cool. You return back, and you just see him, like, stand up, look at Oko, pick up his axe, and just, like, you just hear him say, I've been wanting to do this for a very long time. And he bum-rushes Oko. <laughs> Rowan's like still on the floor but she's like cheering what happens next is an interesting display this guy from his axe like lifts it in the air and two like spectral green wolves appear he <gasps> seems to cast a spell as these two pounce on the snake Oko reverting back to his like face self tries to like stab these things off with a dagger uses his blue magic in a desperate attempt but as he notices he's just being overpowered, you just see him one more time raise his sta- his axe in the sky, and this time not spectral, but real creatures of the forest appear and just start pouncing him. And as oh, this horde of shit. animals, like star style, start pouncing on Oko, he's just being torn asunder. And right before it looks like he's at his worst, you see him kind of spit on the floor and just go, this plane wasn't worth my time, and he get off me! And a bright white light hits, and he's gone. <laughs> Whoa. Hell yeah! Oh, oh. He slams his, sta- his axe on the ground. The, the creatures run away and the spectral wolves dissipate. He looks towards uh, all of you and just goes, I'm going to go find Before yeah. you go, you wouldn't happen to have any healing magic, would you? Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I hit good. I don't know if I'm too low to heal myself right now. Janice just kind of like nods and just says, I got you, I got you. Oh, yeah. I Oops. forgot for a second that you can do that, too. Thanks, yeah. Janice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm real low right now. Janice looks over to Garrick and just goes like, get your revenge, buddy, or your tax money. I don't know. Whatever you're after. <laughs> I hope you find it. Thanks. Hits his staff on the floor, and that same bright white light happens, and he's gone. 
at this point, you see that one of two of the Embrith knights are down, but you know they're just regular knights. They're red shirts. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Will and Rowan, meanwhile, are like damaged but okay. And you got and you saw that when Oko left, the rest of the blights just turned into leaves on the floor and were pushed away by the wind. Ooh, that's a cool uh, image. Cool. Emery just kind of looks to all of you and just as well. Good job. You did it. They're not chasing you anymore, and it looks like looks like you guys made it out with all your limbs intact. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I would say without a scratch, but I'd be lying. <laughs> um, so time skipping a little bit here. Here's, here's how this is going to have to pan out. You guys, through the magic Janice channeled into the red orb and all just the innate magic on Eldraine, the red orb is very close, but there's like a few days of chill time, basically. And these are days of celebration. You have received the magical weapons from Emery. The Kenrith name has been like helped out a lot by this magic item given to the king. Rowan and Willa are in your debt. And you guys are spending this next couple of days basically like reveling in the woods. Nice. We yeah, look out after camps, that... fires, body, like gaudy songs by the fireplace with nights and nice Aww. evenings under the stars for a few nights before the red orb finally lands. It's enough power for you guys to leave. So, uh, individually, what do you guys do with your few days? Oh, let's, let's give it a number. Let's say three days. But okay. let's codify it a little. You got three days. Let's start with Andre. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll let Andre go first. Yeah, Let's start with Andre. What are you going to do with your three days? You have three days of, like, revelry, basically. And the canvas have basically begged you to stay for this <laughs> little party. Um, I will say, because Sari's not here, she's, like, performing with, like, she's performing with the knights. She's having a great time. Probably learned some more songs from Eldraine, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. We'll come up with what she was doing during that fight later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I honestly don't know what she'd be doing by way of, like, celebration. I mean, she's the type to just be kind of content, just, you know, enjoying the company of, like, her friends or whatever so she's probably just chilling i guess <laughs> can i can i make a can I, since you kind of don't have much can i make a can i make a can i give you an offer <laughs> can i can yeah. i provide an yeah. offer yeah okay so maybe on the evening of the first day you are approached by will kenrith uh the blue mage who uh basically tells you like he saw how you acted in the fight and it was impressive and he basically offers to show you basically some tricks from Eldrain night night combat basically oh hmm <laughs> I mean heck yeah let, let's do it <laughs> alright so I'm gonna say he play, he's like his explanation for it is probably like so that way you can better use the gift from the Lady of the Lake, you know? Yeah. Um, so, Andre, you spend some of your time these next three days uh, practicing with Will. 
both like your dagger usage, which he does have a hand for, but we're talking like dueling, rapier, hand-to-hand, single-handed combat. And he's showing you like parries and different ways to like manipulate someone's blade. Very, very King Arthur. Very, you know? Nice. I love this. And on the first, uh, on the first, eh, roll a d20 to tell like for the sake of something. Just roll a d20. Okay, uh, just add, a flat d20? Yeah, you can add, like, your raw proficiency, because the argument would be, like, your proficiency in this skill is increasing, you know? Okay. Oh. The dice love me tonight. Um, so that is... Uh, 21. Nice. Will 19. So here's what happens. You, you best Will Kenrith quite a few times in these three days. Ooh. <laughs> you like you get the better of him. You knock him down, you disarm him when the challenge is to disarm him. Like y- you got this. Oh, I wanted to imagine just because it's cute and cheesy like at first. You know, he's he's had a lot more experience than you. Oh, of course. Day one you, you got know? your ass handed to you. Not going to lie to you. Yeah, oh, yeah. But then like by th- by the end there's this one fight and you manage to best him. And he's just kind of like, ah, he's shit. He's so proud. Yeah, he's very proud of you. And, like, you probably have I to, like, like lift him up. Actually. He holds you by the hand. And as he lifts up, he just goes, like, that was very good. I did not expect you to pick up that much in three days. I suppose you are as skilled an adventurer as your, uh, as your short uh, <clears throat> gnomish friend claims. <laughs> I've you... never actually met a gnome before, so I don't know if that's right. Um, that's neither here nor there, but, um, <laughs> thank you. Uh-uh. Uh, no, no problem. If you'd ever, I mean, me and my sister can meet you where you're at, if you will. So when you return, if you'd ever like to continue, uh, I'd be happy to. <laughs> Anyone paying attention might notice just, just the tiniest hint of a blush. On Andre's face. Aww. <laughs> just, just a little bit. And she's like, Yeah, I would like that a lot, actually. Great. Maybe maybe in your plane, once we have something more akin to horses, we can maybe teach you how to joust. That would be cool. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. It is, it is more of a rowing thing, but I'm picking it. You just <laughs> see like rowing on a horse, just like, a victory! <laughs> <laughs> and Caleb just chasing after her, like, please stop! <laughs> and, like, the horse just kind of, like, looks up. You know, I am charging you by the hour. Shut up, Janice! So <laughs> 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 she's the horse she's riding is Janice in wild shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, does, how does Rowan feel about that? <laughs> she's having the time of her life. She has a boyfriend who can wild shape. This is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Rowan's like, Rowan's probably got like a fantasy video camera for blackmail purposes. That's, I don't think so. He's just having a fun time. (laughs) You're a candid fantasy camera, motherfucker. The only person who has one of those is Angel, I think. I have no idea. I have no idea how she'd get one. Yeah, I mean, Caleb can work a few favors if you ask, but, you know. Nah, it's fine. I think Rowan's just having a good time. Alrighty. Uh, so, Andre, 
you're night training because it was super fucking successful. How do you want to codify this? There's, there's some options. We can just throw some new proficiencies on there. I mean, multi-classing into fighter is an option. Because hmm. you are going to get a level up after this. The fight with Oko and Garrett was pretty sick. So. Honestly, cool. that was like one of my favorite fights. That was really fun. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, I mean... Hmm. I think... I don't think multi-classing into fighter would be a bad idea. If you want to do it, I'm here for it, and we'll help you make it happen. Hmm. So, I mean, I, I think it could be pretty sick if you walk out with, like, some Eldranian armor to buff up your AC a bit. Heck yeah. Because like, right now it's at 14, and that's not... That's, that, that's that, not that no. great, no. <laughs> That's not great. So probably like medium armor that doesn't infringe on your stealth. I think a breastplate is medium armor that doesn't infringe on your stealth. And that's very Eldraine. Cool. We'll talk later about yeah. specifics, but I love this. Yeah. So by the end of the three days, Rowan, uh, Caleb, Janice, and Sari would see Andre like walk ready to go with the red orb, with the sword of light and shadow, and this like encrusted breastplate with maybe symbols of the five kingdoms on there. And she just looks fucking badass. Cool. She, was a she looked like a like your typical rogue archetype before, but now she looks like a knight. She looks like a knight. She would put the royal guard to shame, fashion sense wise. Ooh, is Will impressed? <laughs> Will, Will has mysteriously not been around for a few minutes. <laughs> he he's like he's he saw that and went, oh, you look great. I'm gonna go walk over there now, and is probably <laughs> screaming into a corner. Oh, <laughs> baby, um, stop making will, me will love Will. <laughs> Uh, Rowan, what do you want to do? Very um, quickly. I do, have a, yeah. I do have an offer for you, but I, I'm also interested to hear what Rowan would do for three days of just chilling the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I don't really think she does a lot. I think that after, like, that fight hurt her. <laughs> yeah, Both. but I mean, you did get a lot of, you did get a lot of good food out of it. Like, That's I mean, true. You saw Eldraine's food last session. You're right. Both, like, mentally and physically... That fight hurt Rowan, and so she she's just living it up, just chilling out, eating lots of food. Camping uh, with, sharing a sleeping bag with Janice because cuddles. Yeah. Aw, that's cute. Um, yeah, like, this is... She's actually really, really enjoying herself. Like, camping and being with a bunch of friends is, like, Rowan's favorite thing. So, so yeah, mm -hmm. that's just a great... After okay. such a hard fight, this is like a really nice time for Rowan. I do have an offer for you, Rowan. Okay. Um, probably midway into day two and there's like some lull time where, you know, because you can't just chill for 24 hours consecutively. Uh, is that a challenge? <laughs> I mean, okay, but 72 hours consecutively. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Point, point being, uh, you're approached by Rowan Kenrith. Who offers you like uh, an experience? She, she, okay. she phrases it that way and just basically asks if you'd like to go horseback riding with her. Yeah, okay. And then she just goes, I said horse. I lied. My father what? is the king of all five kingdoms of Eldraine. I can do some whack shit if I feel like it. 
Uh... And then she goes, how would you feel about griffin riding? Uh... Oh, oh my, my god, god, that's so cool. Yeah, um, okay! And she goes, now the griffins on Eldraine are a little unique from my experiences of the plains. They hail from the kingdom of Vantris, but I, I can make that work out. And you see this, like, it's a, it's a griffin, but it's an owl. <gasps> it's like a snowy owl griffin. Oh my god, I'm in love. Oh, I lo- he's so Holy cute. Crap. I love him. Oh, Holy he's so crap. cool. Rowan is so excited. And so, Rowan, you fly this owl. It's probably a very nice, like, ascent. Uh-huh. Rowan Kenrith is loving it, I want you to know. Uh, <laughs> and Rowan number the, two. My new best friend. <laughs> your new best friend. Your new best friend. Your best friend. Anyway. <clears throat> I will say, though, Rowan is, like, screaming. <laughs> she's having the time of her life. But she's screaming because, yeah. like, she is a tiny halfling who has not, except for, I mean, like, when she's turned into a bird herself, she has not had a lot of experience, like, being in the air flying something. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's just, it's like when you're on a roller coaster. It's like this mix of, of terror, but also having a lot of fun. Yeah, I get you. <clears throat> also, can I please say that she takes somebody with her? Who are you trying to, who would you want to bring? Probably, like, any, anybody who wants to come, maybe, like, Janice, or maybe, I don't know, maybe Caleb wants to ride a cool owl griffin, or, yeah, just whoever wants to come. Uh. Does Andre uh, want to ride a cool owl griffin? Um. I feel, well, okay. Okay, my thing is, the air is... Is it, it's treated her well in the past. Um, things is, back to flying true. the sky ship. <laughs> yeah, it seems interludes are where Andre gets to be like when Andre's not in Faerun, she tends to be like a god. <laughs> yeah, it's true. On, yeah, she's also like I mean, getting a little bit into backstory. I can say this because she talked about her backstory. Andre also had like a pirate crew, so like the air and the sea, and I mean, also she's a pretty good rogue on the land, so. Andre, yeah. the master of all elements. <laughs> she is the avatar. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Clara Fantasia. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if 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 Rowan will have her along, she she yeah. she dig it. Rowan oh, probably yeah. can't spare a one to one. Like, there's probably not enough for each of y'all, you know? Yeah, but Rowan's no, I very... Think, I think Rowan Rowan's was just offering really... to give her a ride on hers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much... Yeah, a, no, if, if Rowan... Rowan's, Rowan's very small, and I think these owl things are, like, at least big enough to fit, like, two or three people, right? Oh, yeah, the art is deceptively big, so I'm gonna assume that. Okay, um, cool. And Rowan is very small, so... So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, if... So these owl griffins are, like, flying you through the sunset, and it's very pretty. Oh, I won't have you roll music is playing in the background. <laughs> I won't have you roll like a handling check because these are trained by you know uh, the kingdom of Antris. So it's not <laughs> like you're trying to force like a dragon to obey you. It's like it's like a, it's kind of like an overblown pony ride. Not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but 
you know, they have like a, they have a scheduled flight path. Rowan's is, other Rowan's is leading and is like kind of like, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm just imagining that scene from Harry Potter, to be honest. Yeah, like it, there's, 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 a, there's a level of artifice to this, like this isn't mm-hmm. like completely natural, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're like, trained. Like I, yeah, it's, it, like I said, it's like an overblown pony. It's like oh, a trained pony ride, but it's still, <laughs> it's, but I mean, you're still riding a goddamn griffin. In the sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. So I just want to know... Nihilism of like, oh, that wasn't natural. You know, you're not... No, 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 no. no. Um, I I do want to know, like, who... Because it was kind of unclear. Who who is writing? Is everybody? If... if, Let's see. So Caroline, Andre, Janice, Kaylin... I just... I'm not going to lie. I just really want Caleb to ride one of these things. Yeah, I so think, I think I think with three I think he Griffins, would either love it or be terrified, and I want either. Griffins, with three Griffins, <laughs> it's enough for the twins to take one, Rowan and Andre to take another, Caleb and Sari to take a third, and Janice to follow along as a bird. Nice. So, yeah, I think Janice didn't want to ride something when he can be something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, he, he, he might have been sna- sassy about that, so he's flying <laughs> along as a little hawk. Um... But yeah, no, everyone gets this nice experience. Uh, Caleb, I'm gonna say Caleb digs it. Like, Caleb's having a good time, and this feels like, like, he knows they're trained, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like... Oh, that's nice. And happy Caleb makes me happy. His thing is, like, his, Caleb's weakness is, like, motorcycle motion sickness, if you remember. <laughs> Like Rin's thing <gasps> only is, motorcycles. Yeah, Rin's, that's that, that's well, like, so well, like that's... car sickness is the best way I can describe Caleb's weakness. Oh okay. Oh okay. Um. Huh. Uh, so that I was wasn't what like, I was like getting at, though. I was just wondering if he would be like sc- like scared or oh, if God, he would no. be having a good he, time. He but... thinks this is like a giant version of his familiar. This is sick. Yeah. No, I thought he'd have a good time. I just wanted to know yeah. whether he was having so, a good time or not, because, um, yeah, no, I definitely wanted him to have a good time. E. Rowan, um, I'd like to make you an offer. Level 8 in Druid is ability mm-hmm. score improvements, so if you want to use that to up your stats, you can. But you, mm-hmm. have been okay. doing re- you have been doing really good at, like, creature-based stuff, and you have Coco back home. So if you'd like to take a feat, I'd mm-hmm. like to offer you Mounted Combatant. I could ride Coco? Yes, you are a dangerous foe to face while mounted. While you are mounted and aren't incapacitated, you gain the following benefits. Advantage on melee attacks against unmounted creatures. If your mount is subjected to an effect that allows it to make a deck save, to take only half damage, instead takes no damage when it succeeds and only half of it fails. Okay, imagining Rowan charging into battle on Coco is a beautiful image in my mind, so yes, that. <laughs> okay, so when you level up, um, you will be foregoing stat-up boosts. For the sake of okay. the speed. But that means in the future you can ride Coco and get advantage while you're riding. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, yeah. And I'm going to say that's that that's amazing. like that Rowan, other Rowan taught you like to ride, basically. Is the ah, one. okay. Cool. Okay, um, so yeah, that, that horse riding actually had a purpose. Yes, cool. exactly. So um, as, now the time has come, my friends. The red orb is fully charged. Janice is holding it and complaining about the heat. Uh, it is the evening of the third day the sun's setting and it's time for you to say goodbye to your friends on Eldraine what do you do? Rowan and Will are 
uh, kind of sad to see you go, but a little excited at the prospect of visiting you instead Aww. of you visiting them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rowan, let me let me roll something real because I don't think this isn't like I'm gonna have to explain. I'm gonna have to do a little bit of mental gymnastics for this, but you'll get the you'll get the picture. Okay, yeah, Rowan rolled high enough. Rowan Kenrith snuck an egg of some sort into uh, Rowan the halfling's bag. And if uh, you okay. probably you probably like called them out on this as you were leaving, and uh, Rowan Kenrith would explain it is like two eggs of Eldranian griffins, and <gasps> while they're and while they're not, uh, they'll be too young to train for anything. The idea is you're basically adding cultural diversity to your to your kingdom's population. You will be adding like a new species from a different universe. Whoa. So that's, like does that even does that work? Like can I do that? They they would be a breeding pair. Oh wow. Okay, so they're giving me how do they know that they're already male and female if they haven't hatched? Magic. Okay. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, you're a druid. Yeah, okay. You can make plants talk to you. I think using the fucking flight risings for sea progeny isn't the biggest fucking... <laughs> uh, we've all been playing a lot of the game. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> petition to make pseudo-dragons uh, flavored to be the flight rising dragons anyway. Please? Um, oh my I'll, god. Let's do it. I will, I will work out the kinks. Cooper and I Cooper want a sky Ennis. dancer. I have many of them. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper, uh, we'll talk about this later. Anyway, uh-huh. basically, you will be Rowan in your little like clutch of animals. You will be basically breeding the first owl griffins. Oh, that's so Fairy. cool. That's so. You cool. won't be able to like train them for anything for a long while because they will be babies. That's fine. That's fine. You, like, I'm I not want giving some you, little. I'm, I'm not giving you another like usable pet. Yeah, right that's now. fine. It's I'm that's talking fine. like it's more like a flavor thing. Like Rowan gets to start being like the druid of many worlds. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. Um, I love that. Okay, cool, okay. yeah. It'll be Andre. like having two little puppies. Yeah. Andre, you're given that sick breastplate. Um, Sweet. And I'm gonna say that Will's gift to you, besides like the training and the armor and everything else. <clears throat> Uh, he probably teaches you, like, how to use that, uh, like, those fighter abilities. So, like, you get one final, like, you get one final duel in with him before you have to go, is how I'll say this works. Okay. Um, so as you two, as you two are walking back from, like, the little designated ground for it, Will's, like, kind of, like, awkwardly standing there. And as you, like, walk closer to Janice, he offers a hug. Okay. Um, Andre is also awkward. My poor child. Um, She'll she'll hug him. Yeah, she'll hug him. (laughs) A two hug, and it's chill. Um, is Rowan can can Rowan see them hug? I'd say he, I said that they were close to Janice when this happened, so everyone kind of sees it. Okay, I think Andre's not a huge hugger unless someone's like really sad. So I think Rowan just kind of like looks really excited. 
Yeah, she's she's, a, she's not a big hugger. This is character this is development. <laughs> yeah, let's put it that way. Um, the chemists kind of stand side by side, like character hold out their hold out their two swords to you and like a salute, and uh, sheathe them back. And Rowan Kenrith just kind of goes, "If you ever, if you ever swing by Eldraine again, give us a call. We, though brief, I enjoyed our time together. You make a very." Fun consort. <laughs> uh, next time, I promise we'll have a more interesting quest. We're still, we're still learning. That's fine. I know. I definitely had a very good time here as well. <laughs> Will kind of chuckles a bit at that and just goes, "Like I said, if you ever want us around, you know where to find us." Caleb chuckles a bit to that as well and hands them a stone of far speech and goes. I've been tricking that out in the last three days. If you ever need to get in contact, uh, one of us will be, have the line. And Caleb just promptly plops it in Andre's hand, <laughs> like with like with like no no like no shame. Just like holds it out the way you'd hold out like you know something you're gonna dump in the trash and just plop. And <laughs> just goes, and I believe Andre's the best person to handle it. <clears throat> I gives her a little wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she avoids eye contact with everyone and just slips the stone into like a pocket. <laughs> uh, you hear Andre in your voice in your head. Uh, you just hear Anna just go, "Huh, nice pick." I mean, you had a whole world to choose from, and hey, I'm, I'm not judging you. I totally I thought she... that you were just going to have Anna go nice, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, no, Anna's not that. Anna's Anna's a bit more shitty than that. Yeah, Andre just kind of like retorts, like in her head. Just I... shut up, Anna. <laughs> hey, man, I watched what's been happening these last three days. I had a front row seat. <clears throat> I didn't use it, but I had the option. I just want you to know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I watched a little bit, but that's because, like, I don't know, dude, I'm, I'm, I felt like <laughs> I get bored being dead. Yeah. Janice just kind of, like, holds out the orb and just goes, like, so, like, is Caleb's dead girlfriend gonna, like, blast this thing with holy fire or something, or whatever? I don't know. And you just hear Anna in your head, Andre, just go, Ugh. amateurs. All right, this is my cue. You hear her like kind of stretch a little bit, and uh, also, is li- Caleb okay with him just calling Anna his dead girlfriend? Caleb has accepted that Janice is gonna shut up. Oh, he, he like he doesn't look happy, but it's like the kind of like shitty like grin of like I'll fuck you, you know. <laughs> uh, Rowell and Rowan say their goodbyes. Other Rowan uh, tackle hugs you, Rowan. Aw. And uh, Will just kind of offers a weird, awkward handshake <laughs> to Andre. <laughs> um, actually, let me roll something real quick. <laughs> roll for bolus. <laughs> okay, okay. The dice have spoken. Um, <laughs> the dice have she's spoken. gonna like take that handshake and then just kind of like tug him in for another hug. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, so that happens and he backs just, like, away and just kind of... Briefly and then oh. she backs away like it didn't happen. <laughs> Agreed. 
other Rowan just kind of slaps Will across like the the back, like the back, and just goes like, "Come on, treat your lady with better respect." Rowan, I like pulls out the sword. And he's like, <laughs> "You guys give me now. I'm going to go look for my brother. Bye, <laughs> bye. See you all soon." <laughs> we, we, <clears throat> with like Will, like, sword like prodding at at uh, other Rowan's like breastplate and like the back. He's not trying to hurt her. He's just like prodding, you know. We leave to the sight of them chasing each other. <laughs> and like Will eventually like tackles Rowan to the floor and the two are laughing. That's cute. Oh. Anna just goes, I Well, that's them. a thank you. And uh, a red light flashes. You see nothing but white light. And you return back in the castle with Sari there as well. Having who was like playing a happy little song for you guys as you were leaving. And she was like, you know, she was shouting like goodbye, Eldraine, you've been a great old. <laughs> Hello, sorry. Um, and you all return back home. And Janice like plops the orb on the floor and just goes like, "Not again!" <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear like in your head, Andre, Anna, just go like, hmm, "Watch me send this fucker to Innistrad." <laughs> <laughs> Andre just cracks up. <laughs> you have that no idea what that means, but I much. <clears throat> she, she doesn't know where Innistrad is but she knows that the, the words like send him word. were in there yeah. and so yeah. it's funny <laughs> yeah she's just like or maybe the hells get him a taste of his own fucking medicine anyway uh, <laughs> so rude. Anna's, Anna's so rude I'm gonna end with this the red orb flashes one last time and uh, like basically almost like with a like a grow pop shrink you know, and out from the orb pops that dud sword that you were given by Emery, you know, the uh-huh. one that you needed to find oh, its yeah. wielder. Mm-hmm. And uh, from the orb, like a red humanoid figure appears. And Andre, for a moment, you think Anna's like appearing, but her longer hair and thin like features make you realize it's Emery. Mm. Uh. And she just like looks at you and just goes, "You almost forgot this." By the by, is there like a lake nearby? Um, I believe there's one just outside the city, a ways. Great. The red light just zips out of the door, out the window, and zips back in. Just goes, "If you ever need me, you now know where to find me on your world too." I'm going multiplayer, babe. <laughs> and this merfolk flips the double bird and vanishes. <laughs> Andre has no idea how to feel. <laughs> None. Caleb just kind of blinks and just goes, Do you ever get the feeling that when we go to other worlds, like things just get progressively more ridiculous? I mean, what do you I, expect? I mean, I mean it's, like, it's us. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, last time we had to deal with a tax collector vampire. <laughs> That, that was an experience, for sure. Yeah. The universe is a large and strange place. Agreed. And let's not do this again. I the have ne- a feeling that it's not up to us. <laughs> the, next time, the next time a planeswalker or whatever wants to fucking show up at my door, they have to knock. That is my <laughs> official stance. <laughs> and at I think that that's point, a good rule. Like, everyone kind of agrees to that. And, like, as the red orb lets out a dagger, you just hear, like, a shatter sound in, like, the corner. (laughs) 
And Caleb just goes, oh, what fresh hell. <laughs> and as you, <laughs> as you turn, you see a, uh, like, a, a weird, like, one of the mirrors in the hall has shattered. And okay. There's, there's another one that was broken. And the mirror, well, they're like a weird mix of mirror and stained glass window. Okay. And when this mirror shattered, it turned into that stained glass state. And the broken remains look like a castle. And the other one that you've only just now kind of noticed in the weird hall has like these like 10 circles around it with the very familiar symbols. And the, the, the shattered windows tend to look like they're going inside. It looks like it was shattered from the other way. Weird. And Caleb just kind of goes, are you fucking kidding me? As the one with the 10 circles starts to glow and shake. Um, he just goes like, oh yeah, the fall festival is soon. I wonder who's, as this like merfolk man steps out with the Simic insignia on his, uh, on his, on his, uh, on his person, followed by another like shorter girl with glasses. Oh my God. And, uh, the taller one with much longer hair goes, <laughs> I've been invited to the festival. My, uh, my significant other, Mikhail is going to be here and I wanted to enjoy oh it. And what does uh, what does the shorter little Simic girl say? <laughs> As Caleb, Andre, Rowan, and Sari are just staring at these two Simic. I am ready to party hard. The festival is not for a few days. I will wait then. And the two, he's just like time zones, my dude. And the two walk back in. They're like, we'll be back for the. Caleb like closes the door to this hallway and just goes, "I hate this." <laughs> Andre just blinks. Like, did, did what? <laughs> so apparently, a Mikhail has a boyfriend in Ravnik, which I mean doesn't surprise me. B, we have portals to other worlds in my fucking hallway. That's C, a lot to take in. And C. We have this sword that is supposed to glow in the sight of its bearer or whatever bullshit. And he holds the sword up as, like, outside Zagreus walks in and just goes, Oh, hey guys, um, I'm just showing the recruits around uh, the castle. And he's like, oh, okay. As a couple of guards show up, there's like some half-orcs, there's some teefs, there's some there's an aetheral girl in the ranks as well. Um, and as they pass by, the sword, like, glows these two, like, fiery tongs. Kale's like, oh, shit! <laughs> Drops the sword, and as they leave it, it just fades again. He just goes, "Well, that narrows our search considerably." <laughs> and that's that what was... we're gonna call it. 